What's next? Welcome to another episode of What's Next. The purpose of this show is to talk about exactly that. What is next? What comes after? Tragedy, love, anxiety, risks? You fill in the blank. I will cover topics I've experienced. I'll have guests speak about their situations. And hopefully you as a listener will also send in your topic requests. And together we will find out what's next. Well, welcome to another episode of What's Next. Um, as I promised, uh, here I am back with another episode. It's been another week. Um, this one is a little tough to get out, and that's why I've kind of spaced them out the way that I have. But I do hope that once I get through this series and I'm able to get to other topics that we're able to release uh, episodes a little quicker. That, of course, is the ultimate hope. Um, so we will see how that, uh, how that all works out. Anyway, last week we were talking about, um, we kind of left off at the end there, I was talking about, you know, going through things after everything had happened, uh, and after, you know, everything had settled down, and so the next couple days, as things begin to unravel, and we begin to look back at ev- how things, events leading up to the day, um, last hours, and then of course, the biggest deal was um, preparing for a funeral, and so... Um, I'm 34 years old at the time. My dad was 54 uh, when he passed. And so 34 years of age, no matter how much you go through, nothing prepares you for having to deal um, with uh, a funeral um, for your parent that you did not expect to be burying um, at that age at that time. Um, So some of the things that we had to do, you know, we had to meet at the funeral home. We had to uh, pick a casket. We had to pick what he was going to wear um, to be to in the casket, and we had to uh, give them photos. Um, it was kind of you know it's kind of a, a different experience. You know, um, uh, the uh, the funeral home director, of course, was the one that also was the uh, makeup artist and whatnot. And I remember him telling us, uh, "Please bring some pictures of your dad and what he looked like." Um, and in and, and so. We want to make sure that we make him, you know, we, we don't want to put too much makeup. We want to make sure that we make him look, you know, as close to you as you remember um, when you see him in the, in the casket. And so we want to make sure that we do that. And we were like, okay, you know, no problem. Um, and so so we went home. We got pictures. We brought those back, a, a few different ones um, that we'd had. Um, it was kind of, uh, for me anyway, a sad moment too because I realized that I didn't have a whole lot of pictures of him. Uh, he wasn't exactly the, hey, guys, look at me. Let's take pictures. That just wasn't his MO. So didn't have a whole lot. Um, but we were able to collect some photos between myself and my brothers and my mom. And so we took those uh, pictures and we gave them to the, the funeral director. And then since he was military, um, you know, then we, okay, we know we're going to have it at uh, at Fort Sam. So we went ahead and prepared um prepared everything to uh to have the um the fun- the funeral services and all that um go over to uh F- to Fort Sam which is where all the uh the military veterans are 
are um, are buried. And so we were going to take him there. And um, and so these things, these, these thoughts as they're coming back to me, just talking about them. So we were there at... Uh, we're there at Fort Sam, and out of Fort Sam, <laughs> I'm telling you these details and stuff. They just sometimes rattle my brain a little bit. Um, it's just tough to talk about. So we were there at the funeral home, and we're talking about, um, you know, taking him to Fort Sam, which is where he is buried today, where we were going to bury him. And um, so they start talking about how you know he's military, but it's hard to get in there. It's hard to get a scheduled date, and. Um, in terms of getting the church together and everything. And, um, you know, so, so thankful to those that were involved. Um, Pastor Larry West at the time, um, he went to the uh, funeral home with us. Um, he was there for our family, um, in our, in our, in this dark time, he was, he was there for us. Uh, April was there with us, of course. We talked about her and I'll talk about her a little more here in a moment. And, um, <clears throat> Excuse me. My uncle um, was there, and I remember uh, my dad's brother, um, Uncle Mike. He was there, and so all of us were there in the uh, in the funeral in the funeral home, and um, just talking through these situations. And one of the questions that they asked me was, "Well, um, are you going to have an open casket, or you want the casket to be open?" And of course, we we didn't think of any reason why not, right? So. Uh, sure. I mean, yeah. Uh, and then he began to proceed to tell us, well, you know, there, there are some things that you guys may want to be aware of, uh, to understand the condition that he came here in. And, and of course here for those that, uh, may be sensitive or may not want to hear certain details, uh, this would be the point where you might want to skip ahead a little bit, but, um, just a fair warning. Um, so, you know, he told us that at that point, that uh, when when the when the incident had occurred, um, basically he went from standing to falling um, with full force, um, and he he had landed on his face and had crushed um, all of the uh, fractured several bones in his face, and um, he said so he had to reconstruct that. Um, so he began to talk about how, you know, that's why he wanted the pictures because he was going to try to do his best to reconstruct, um, a lack of where the bone structure was and, and all that. And, um, and of course, again, when you're in this moment, <laughs> you're not, <laughs> you're not thinking, you're not thinking of, um, you know, I guess you're not thinking of what you're being asked or even how to answer that. And so it was just like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, let's do open casket. And I'm sure, I'm sure you got it. And here's the pictures. And, um, so we gave him the pictures and he said, okay, you know, I'll, I'll get to work on this and you guys come back and, and before the funeral, we'll have you come and, and, uh, and, and kind of take a look at things. And we we're like, okay. And, uh, so then we went, we went with my cousin April, of course, and that's where she took us to everywhere to get everything that we needed. And, she stayed by our sides. Um, anywhere we went, she went. And, you know, she stayed with us. Um, I mean, I can't say enough about about that. Um, how that just meant the world uh, to myself, to my brothers, and um, you know, there's nothing like having somebody to just lean on that you could just say, "Hey, I I don't know what to do." 
I don't know what to say. I don't know how to act. And that person is just there and just says, hey, I'm here. And not only do they say it, but then they show it and they express it and they do it. And she truly um, did that. You know, it wasn't just words. Um, it wasn't just, you know, you, you've got those people in life that tell you, hey, I'm here if you need me, bud. Um, and then they're never actually really there. Um, I'm a phone call away, but you call them and they're busy or but um but that wasn't the case uh, for April you know she flew halfway across the world and and was there um at this at this time just really be there like you know no one else was and uh forever grateful forever grateful um so we go um through this preparation for the funeral you know we talked to pastor west at the time and uh you know he tells us we can use the church for the service and so we start getting that ready and brother cooper prints out all the the forms and so as we're talking to the different um people everything's kind of falling into place and so we we now have the church you know where the services are going to be performed and uh, we now know he's going to be buried at fort sam so that's taken care of and so then you know the last thing was uh, the funeral director calls us and says, okay, so before we go to the church and before we do everything, I need you guys to come and, and just kind of review your father in the casket. And, um, I need you to just, you know, kind of give that final approval, um, that it's going to be okay. And so I, uh, I recall this so vividly, but I refer, but I'm forgetful at the same time. And I know that sounds kind of weird and, and I'll, I guess I'll explain why in a minute. But we get there, and we walk into the funeral home, and we meet with the director, and he says, okay, um, your father's in this room here, and so we go into the first room, and it's a full um, full chapel, and he's he's there in the front in the casket that we had picked, and so we get up, and we all walk in together, and as we walk in, we walk in, and we peer into this casket, and I, I don't know how to describe... Um, what I saw, other than to say that wasn't my dad. I was looking at this man laying in this casket, but it was not my dad. I don't know who he was, but it wasn't my pop. Um, now, I say that um, not meaning that it literally wasn't him. It was him, but it did not look like him at all. Um, you know, the guy did the best that he could, but he just, you know, he just, he just couldn't, you know, I mean, he couldn't... He couldn't make him look like himself um, any better than he did with what he had tried. And so, he, you know, he came and he apologized and he said, you know, I did the best that I could. Um, but there was just no way. I, I just, I couldn't, um, I just, I couldn't make him look like him, you know, like the pictures. And and so then we had to make a decision, you know, our, our uh, my father's mother was still alive, our grandmother. And she wanted to see her son and she wanted to have an open casket. And so... We kind of looked at each other and we kind of said, well, for grandma, we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and allow it. And so <clears throat> we made the decision to go ahead and, and have an open casket. And so we proceeded to and and have the funeral and have him at the church. And so we, we went on for the service. And I remember so many people asking, why would you have an open casket? Why? Well, who is that man in there? And man, there were so many comments that were thrown um, my way that day. Um, that it took everything in me to not um, react one way or another. I had, uh, I had some people saying, like, you know, hey, I'm glad he's dead, and I'm just in there like, what, what, what? who, what? Uh, 
I had people say things like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I can't, can't believe it. Um, I had people say like, who's that guy in there? That's, that's not my uncle. That's not my, uh, that's not my brother. That's not my, and just like, all these, you know, different, different things and, and different comments. And, um, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to swallow some of the things when you, when you think back or you remember, um, you remember back to it. And so these are just things that I, I remember hearing, but it's almost like you're in a, in a moment of, um, slow motion and everything's kind of happening around you and you're just, you're just at a, almost, almost at a pause in, in sometimes in some instances. So I remember all this happening around me. Uh, the funeral service begins. Um, my father's brother gets up and my uncle to speak and he, he gives a message. Uh, brother Larry gets up to speak and, and he gives, he gives a message. We get up to sing, uh, my brothers and I, and, uh, we sing some of the songs my dad loved, and uh, and then we play some songs from a group that he loved. And the funeral was actually pretty pretty beautiful. Um, if you knew my dad, he would always say, "When I'm dead, don't cry, don't weep, don't be sad, don't spend money, don't do a big hoopla." He said, "Get a trash bag, throw me in a hefty bag, and put me off to the side somewhere. Uh, don't make no fuss about me." And that's kind of kind of how my dad was. He was uh, he was a no big deal kind of guy. Um, but I, you know, for a person to feel so at such a low point that they feel like they don't matter. They feel like their life doesn't matter. They feel like no one cares about them. They feel like, uh, it wouldn't matter if they left this world. And so I'm standing there on the stage and the podium and I'm telling you stories about my father to the, to the congregation there. And I look out and I see almost every seat filled every seat filled with people that either loved him or loved us and his family or cared for him or cared for us. And I'm sitting there looking at all these people and I'm thinking, dude, you were loved. People did care about you. We loved you. We cared for you. But he just couldn't see it. He couldn't see it. He was hurting so much. And so I think about, you know, others that are that are going through this and others that have it's that thought. It's that thought process. Where does that come from? That thought that just like, it doesn't matter. It wouldn't matter if I showed up, if I existed. It wouldn't matter if I did this. And, you know, nobody likes me anyways. Or I'm not good enough. Or I'm not, uh, I, you know, I can't do that. Or I did my best and it wasn't good enough. Or I'm just not happy. Or I'm not content. Or, um, And so you think about all these things that, you know, I think about must have went through my father's mind. And I think about to myself and the times where I've had um, uh, bouts with depression and, and anxiety and aloneness and a uh, uh, feeling of, of uh, negative self-worth. And I can, but I, as I, as I looked across the crowd, I remember just thinking like, man, that, those, those feelings that you felt, they may have been real and, and they were real feelings, but man, they weren't true. It wasn't, it wasn't true, you know, just looking at all these people that, that loved him and that cared for him and, um, and that were there to, uh, to say their goodbyes. And so we went through the funeral service and we got through that and we followed out to Fort Sam and, uh, then he had the full, um, military, um, uh, burial 
they folded the flag, they gave the flag to my mom, they, uh, they did the gun, the gun salute, and the shots fired in the air, and of course me and my brothers each got uh, one of the bullet casings uh, to hang on to, and then of course they took him and they laid him to, to rest there at Fort Sam Houston, um, where his body is still today. Um, and uh, I remember you know, all that happening like a blur, you know, then after that, everybody wants to bring you food and bring you dinner and ask you how you're doing. And, you know, a lot of people mean well. And uh, I don't think that any of that is a bad thing. But I think that when you're going through a moment like this, you don't really have the wherewithal to to even think about what's happening around you. And so I would say this to anyone that wants to know, how can I help? <coughs> Excuse me. How can I help? How could I support? How could I be there for somebody that's going through something like this or that's facing a tragedy or an adversity? Um, I think you do what you, you do what you can, right? If it's you know, I just something on my heart tells me I need to I need to give some money to this person, then give them money. I I need to buy them some food and take them some food. Take them some food, um, but go into it not res- not expecting to get anything back. Right, because they're not capable at that moment of reciprocating, um, matching emotion for emotion, or matching um, your your high. You know, matching your high um, when they're at their lowest low, they're not going to match your highest high. Right, so you're feeling good. You did a good deed. You helped somebody out, and they're just. I can't tell you how many meals came in the house that week. Um, we all stayed with my brother, lived with him for about a week, and I can't tell you how many meals came in and out that we didn't even touch. You know, there were some where we were like, oh, man, yeah, okay, let's eat. You know, we kind of picked at some, and um, there were some days we picked out, went crazy, and ate all the food, and there were other days where we were just like, oh, I just don't, I just don't want it. Um, but thank you so much to those those that did that. You know, I mean, it, it's still a blessing to take care of us. You don't think about eating. You don't think about taking care of yourself. Your mind is just in another place. And um, so now, you know, after all that happened, uh, we went through that. We made it through it. And then we were like, we're strong. We're a strong family. We're in this together. We're going to be in this together. We're going to face all this adversity together. We're uh, we're strong. Um, and uh, and we're, we got each other's backs. Um, so that was four years ago, it will be four years ago, um, next week, next week, April the 19th, um, we'll make four years, um, since, uh, the incident happened and we buried my father and all that. And, uh, in four years, a lot has changed, um, a lot from where things were. Um, my mother is remarried, um, since she, um, and uh, my brothers and, and her um, have zero relationship. Um, I have a bit of a relationship with her. I do communicate with my mother, although even our relationship is not um, what it was. Um, I don't know that it ever that it ever can be. Um, and there's a lot of things that transpired um, since then. Uh, and we've heard the mixed things about people that, you know, aren't in our shoes and haven't walked in the place we've walked and haven't experienced what we've experienced. And, 
um, you know, that would say, well, you should do this, or you should do that, or you shouldn't be doing this, or you shouldn't be doing that. And, uh, you know, I say to those that, you know, when you've gone through it, then you'll understand. But I pray that you never understand, which means that you never have to go through it. So uh, hopefully that sinks in. But um, I can say this, though, that uh, my brothers and I, you know, we uh, we don't see each other all the time. Um, but we definitely have a bond. Um, we, we came closer together after all this, and um, we are definitely there for each other um, anytime that any one of us needs anything. You know, we've promised each other that we would be there, and I, I believe we've done that. Um, and so the what's next that we talked about, that you know, and that's kind of um, where the next episode will go, um, kind of talking about what's next and what came after and the different things that kind of launched um, as a result, there are some things that um, that we did that we never would have done. Um, you know, if my father was still here, we just never would have never would have taken the leap of faith or taken the try or, or gone after that or uh, or tried. You know, whatever that was, um, I definitely wouldn't be on here talking to you right now. <laughs> so there's a as another thing. Um, I always try to look for the positives. Um, this one though was really tough to find. Um, a positive um, in it, but I can tell you that there has there has definitely been positives that have come out of it, and so um, that's what we'll take our next episode that's coming to to kind of talk about that. We'll talk about the positives, the um, the the things that really what the whole premise of what we're trying to do here is the the what's next. We're going to talk about. What came next? What was what came after that day? That worst day, um, the day that we lost my father tragically, in, in the way that we did, and you know there were there's so many other elements of this of the story that I I just felt like I felt like leaving out, um, especially the graphic details and um, things of that nature. I don't I don't I don't know that they do any good to talk about them, um, and so I just decided not to. Um, you know, other than to say that, you know, what I said, which is basically that he took his own life and, and how he did that. I did, I did talk about that. Um, but I don't think that it, it I don't think that it would, war- would be warranted to, um, go any deeper into that. Um, so that's why we kind of stay clear of that. Um, so I'm not going to revisit that, uh, but uh, I should be, um, there'll be some lighter subject that'll be coming, subject matter that will be coming as well. Um, I have some guests lined up. Um, I will, hopefully I'll have the dates um, for the next um, series that we'll be coming out with, the person that we'll be interviewing for that series, um, and what it's going to be about. So you, at least you'll have something to look forward to know um, what our next episode series is going to look like. Uh, it will definitely, we'll have a guest in here, and we'll be talking to them. Um, I know I know the different guests that I've already talked to that have already kind of sort of committed to coming on the show, um, but what we haven't uh, ironed out is the exact dates when those, uh, some will be released. Um, so we're in recording with a few, but again, um, I actually, actually hope to collaborate um, with another uh, podcaster, another uh, friend of mine, um, I, I hope to collaborate with him here in the next couple of weeks as well. Um, I don't know what the content matter of that show will be. 
Um, whether it'll be a little light, a little on the lighter side, we may just talk out some things. Uh, we may talk about some of this. I'm, I don't know. I, I don't know where that show's going to go, but I know it's coming up. Um, so that'll be another thing that uh, to look forward to. Um, and uh, like I said, we do have the email address set up. We're out there on Facebook. Um, email address is um, is going to be um, what's next podcast, but it's spelled with a K, right? So it's what's next podcast um, at gmail.com. So what's next podcast um, at gmail.com. Email us um, anything that you have that you want us to discuss and we'd be you know happy to to look into it and um i've even found here lately that there are um some some uh some cases and case studies that um i'm starting to look into and uh you know so those are things that we'll research and um we'll be able to talk about and uh so we'll look we'll look forward to be to doing that um i talked about how we're going to do the youtube channel um, and a few other things. So we'll kind of see where those go as things evolve. Um, so stay with us. Listen, uh, we should be wrapping this series up. Uh, one more episode to go. And again, that episode will be on all, all about the what's next part of things. Um, if you want to hear more, if you have more questions about this, other things that you wanted to know about, um, let me know. But stay tuned, listen in more, and uh, to find out more about what is next. Until next time, y'all take care. What's next?